0: Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Amen, amen. How many ready to get in the Word this morning? Let's open up the Bible to John chapter 14. I got two people this service. Come on now. Let me try it again. Let's open up the word to John chapter 14. There you go. We excited about the word around here. John 14, starting in verse 15. If you have the YouVersion Bible app on your phone, you can actually follow along. Today, there's a live event taking place. You just click more, then events, and you find faith renewed there, and you'll find today's message notes and scripture's all right there for you. Amen. If you that say, I'm there. I'm there. Awesome. Let's read starting in verse 15 to verse 23. It says there, verse, John 14, verse 15, it says, Jesus speaking, If you love me, obey my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit Amen. who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. That's why we know the, why, That's how crazy the world is. That's why it needs Jesus. And then he goes on to say, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Verse 18 says, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me in the flesh, but will see me again. Well, you will see me again. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Verse 21 says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name said to him, said to Jesus, Lord, why are Are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? It's a great question, Judas. I I was thinking the same thing. Verse 23, Jesus replied and said, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anybody love the reading of the word this morning? Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we wait upon you. We need you more right now in this hour than at any point in our life. Jesus, to the one who feels like they're close to you and the one that feels like they're far from you, I'm asking you to bring us all to the foot of the cross this morning. That we would be washed in your blood, renewed by your word, strengthened, God. That you would change us from the inside out, God. That you would shift paradigms and perspectives. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you for the breakthrough that is already going to happen in this room. In Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. I, uh, I'm excited about the word this morning. I'm excited because to me this isn't just a message. To me, this is my life. Uh, this this message this morning. Although uh, you didn't know I was preaching till you got here, I've been sitting in this kind of stewing in the crock pot of my heart for about a month now. How I mean, love a good crock pot meal. Amen. Amen. I like me a good crock pot meal. Lord have mercy. So good, tender. And nothing like the microwave. Can I get a witness up in here? You can have the microwave. Give me the crock pot. That's a side note. That's a, that's a rabbit trail. I'm not going to go down that road right now because it's getting close to lunchtime and we got to go. We love y'all. Uh, but this word has been sitting in me for a while. So if, if it comes across direct and if it comes across just in your face, receive it this morning. Amen. I love me a direct in your face, Jesus. I like a Jesus that just won't let me get and dabble into all the sin I want to. But I thank God for the conviction of the Holy Spirit who leads me to repentance. Amen. We all need that. And um, this word this morning, we've been in a Y series. Anybody love the series we've been in? This is now, I counted them. This is part 15 of the Y series. We've been in it since Resurrection Sunday. And uh, we started with Y Jesus and we went through. All the whys and why, 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 why. And uh, we're still in the why series and we're going to continue until the Lord says. And, um, but we recently in the past few months have been hitting on why the Holy Spirit. Anybody have loved these messages that Pastor Terry's been bringing the word? I'm telling you, he has brought that thing, son. And uh, why the Holy Spirit? And I'm glad and I'm grateful for a pastor who is biblically sound, who gives us the Word just like it is, and doesn't take anything away from it, doesn't add anything to it, doesn't try to spoof it up for you. It is what it is. The Word works all by itself. Amen. Amen. And when you talk about the Holy Spirit and you talk about in this postmodern Christianity American church, people can get freaked out. <laughs> oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. Do not mention, we love church, but we don't know about the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, keep them, no, no, no. But here we want everything that God has for us. We want to experience, we want to encounter. I'm telling you, if this word says I can raise the dead, I'm telling you, you better watch out if I walk to a cemetery, I'm gonna try to raise them dead. You know, if it says blind eyes can open, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna pray for blind eyes. I want everything this word has for me. And that includes the Holy Spirit. And I love how we've talked about the person of the Holy Spirit. And we've talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Anybody love those messages on the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Anybody grateful for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? My God, I mean, so amazing to see so many for the first time get baptized in the Holy Spirit receiving their heavenly language, speaking in tongues. So amazing. So awesome. And then last week, Pastor Terry was talking about, uh, the, began the gifts of the Spirit. And I mean, he done it again, hit a home run, knocked it out the park. And I, I believe he's not done talking about that. So come back next week. We're going to continue on the gifts of the Spirit but while I'm here and while I got your attention, the Lord placed a connecting word for this whole thing with the Holy Spirit in my heart. Amen. And I find myself as a connections pastor looking for things to connect. And, and I'm like, Lord, what should I do? And I just believe this word is for us. Are you ready to listen to it? You ready to hear it? Amen. At any time you can shout amen. You can say hallelujah. You can say that's for me. I'm, I'm, I'm down for all of that. I uh, So this morning... We're going to talk about why love. Why love? Turn to your neighbor and say, why love? Why love? Come on, that wasn't convincing. That wasn't convincing. Turn to somebody else and say, why love? And I'm not talking, you might think, you know, first of all, we mentioned love in church and you, most of us probably drift our minds to that first Corinthians 13 love, you know. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy. I'm not talking about that love this morning, I'm not talking about that love that will get you ready for to marry, to marry your boo thing, for all those on the left side over here who are single, ready to mingle, I ain't talking about that love. This morning I want to talk to you about a John 14 love. And I'm talking about a love that is empowered by the Holy Spirit, and to be honest, the Tongues and the baptism and the gifts, even the fruit, have no effect, real effectiveness, unless it's connected to this Holy Spirit love. You can have tongues, but also be mean. And we're not trying to graze up a people and guide a people that would be tongue talkers, but also mean to other people. No, 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 that, that, that's not in here. You know, why? Because that's not what it's meant for. It's meant, it's in power. When you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you get baptized in everything God is. Uh Includes all of his character and all of his attributes, but foundationally, it's his love. Can I tell you a story? I'm gonna tell you anyway, so. (laughs) So my wife has a friend and uh, she did not grow up in church, she you know was far from God didn't know anything about god didn't grow up like we grew up in the south where everybody goes to church and all those things and you know didn't grow up like me where I grew up you know living at church pretty much, and I knew the church's address better than my own address and uh but but this for for my wife's friend this this wasn't her story that that wasn't her she was far didn't know anything about god and uh one night. In her life, she went to bed, like we all do, and, but she had a dream. And in this dream, she had a God encounter. And in this dream, when she went to sleep, she had this dream. And in the dream, the Lord took her to heaven. And in heaven, she was peering through a window. And through a window, she could see two people having conversation at the table. Now, again, she has no grid for Jesus, nothing. But in the dream, you know how you know things in a dream that you didn't actually know? In the dream, she knew the persons sitting at the table were Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And as she saw them, she could hear and she was able to eavesdrop on their conversation. And this was their conversation. Jesus was saying to the Holy Spirit, I love you so much. Holy Spirit was telling Jesus, "I love you so much," and on and on they on and they went. Then walks in God, the Father, and He goes, "Wouldn't it be awesome for us to have someone else to love?" He said, "What wouldn't it be amazing for some for us?" triunes, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, for us to have someone else to love. Then in the dream, God the Father turns to her, looking at the, through the window, and says, you are worthy of my love. Yeah. How I many you know you wake up from that dream and you got a Jesus grid of some sort yeah. after that? All of a sudden, now Jesus is on my radar. <laughs> And Al, through, through, I started a faith journey in her life, and throughout that journey, every time she would mess up, she would tell God, God, Him, am, am I still worthy of your love? She would say yes. He would say yes. Every time, am I worthy of your love? Yes. And I tell you that because like, she was eavesdropped into a conversation that happened pre the foundations of the world existing. Before Genesis 1 came to, she was, is there someone else to love? And I'm telling you, God loves you this morning. He wants to love you even more. He wants you to encounter and experience his love for you. And you might ask, am I worthy of that love? Yes, you are. Amen. Amen. For he knew, Jesus knew, he knew the pain he was going to have to suffer for you and I to inherit the salvation and the covenant and the freedom and the grace and the mercy necessary. Amen? Amen. Anybody grateful for Jesus dying on the cross this morning? But what strikes me about this and, and what strikes me about this scripture in John 14 is This Holy Spirit-empowered love can do something in our lives in three different areas. In John 14, 15, Jesus repeats kind of the same thing three times. It's John 14, 15, 21, and 23. In 15, he says, if you love me, obey my commandments. In 21, he says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. In 23, Jesus replied to Judas and said, all who love me, will do what I say. My Father will love them. And we will come and make our home with each of them. And my first point this morning is the Holy Spirit empowered to love causes us to be in love with Jesus. In love with God. I know you may be saved. You may have repeated the prayer, but that's not the question this morning. The question is, are you in love? I knew it'd be quiet right about here. Because if you were baptized and all you got was tongues and it didn't stir something in you to want to fall at the feet of Jesus and tell him how much you love him. I don't know if you've been fully baptized all the way just yet. And it's okay to get baptized again and again and again and again. Because I don't know about you, but I want everything God has for me. And for me, I have an issue, and it's called a flesh issue. I have a struggle, and it's called a flesh struggle. And that thing wants to do its own thing. (laughs) My flesh has its own mind. It has its own will. But the thing is, is thank God for the Holy Spirit, that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And as soon as I submit that thing and I put that flesh up on the cross, all of a sudden, Holy Spirit, oh, my gosh, I love you. God is wanting to invite us into a place. I know, man, we have been encountering uh, uh, just a degree in his presence corporally that's been just amazing. How many have enjoyed the glory of the Lord when we've come together on our Sundays, even on Wednesdays? I'll tell you, don't miss Wednesdays. i am tell you, they're sneaky good. They really are. Yeah. But I want more. And I can't get more trying to just fill my head with scripture. Yeah. Just to memorize a scripture. It's not about that. It's, it's my heart fully given to Jesus. Is my life. I could say yes with my mouth. What is my life representing what I said yes to? It'd be quiet. I knew this whole Pentecostal church up in here. So quiet right now. What in heaven's name is going on? But when you enter into this in love dimension, things change. Woo, boy, does things change, man. How many many spouses, how many husbands and wives is up in here? know about that moment you were you were in love Uh uh-huh all these macho men all of a sudden their voice got a little higher Mm. hey babe you know you know i do uh, you oh yeah you want to watch hallmark tonight friday night seven when the game's on of course i will that was my idea i I mean when you're in love it changes things y'all It changes. What? You want me to scrub the toilet right now? Of course. I was thinking the exact same thing. Why did I not already grab the brush? Right? I mean, no, when you're in love, things change. (laughs) I mean, when you're in love, woo, I'm telling you, love is in the air, you know, just the whole thing. But how many know if it changes things in the natural, it also can shift things in the spiritual? It also can shift things with your relationship with Jesus, and that's what in love is. That's In love is how you define our relationship with God. You can rip saved off of there. Saved means so much to so many people. I don't care. I, no. For me, the new definition of saved is in love. In love. Like, yeah, you, you, you can tell me you're saved and then awesome. I'm glad, grateful you're a leader in the church. You've been to church all your life. Great, awesome, great. Are you in love? And in order for you to be in love, you have to renounce every rival in your heart. Even the rival of time, even the rival of money, even the rival of family. And all those things are good, great things. Love them, but they cannot take the place of our love for Jesus. For me, as a youth pastor back in the day, I grew up telling my young people don't make Jesus number one. Make him everything. Make him everything. Don't let him be first place, because if he has first place, then something else is going to jump up there to be in first, and he's going to jump to second, and then the third. And then. No, no, make him everything. Because when you got saved, you didn't say, okay, I commit to coming to church every Sunday. No, you gave your whole life away. Right. And we need to come back. We need to restore that in love salvation. Those in love believers, man. And not I'm not talking about being in love. I'm not talking about a love that just accepts everything happening in culture. Amen. Because how much... How many know Jesus does, it's a fact, it's not a fact, it's the truth. He does love everybody. He loves everybody in this world. But how many know not everybody's going to confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not everybody's going to get into heaven. But I thought he loves everybody. Yes, he does. He loves people in hell right now. David said, if I go down to Sheol, Sheol, down there, there your love is. People in hell aren't void of the love of God. What they're void of is his presence. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit gives us access in the things we're not supposed to have access in unless it's through the blood of Jesus. My heart is stirred this morning. Amen. I love how things change when we get in love. When we're in love, and I'm not talking about this whole falling in love thing. I didn't fall in love. I'm in love. Because if you fall in love, that's an accident. A fall is an accident. I fell in love. No, you, no, you, you, you fell in lust, honey. But you, you, you choose to be in love. Love is not a fall. It's a choice. Oh, I'm going to preach this thing till I feel it down in my pinky toe on my right. Fuck, right Somebody need to write that. Somebody need to Instagram that thing. That's, that's that hot now from heaven, that Krispy Kreme stuff right there. Hey, Oh, let me get, come. Bring me back. Holy Ghost, bring me back. Tell the person next to you it's time to get in love. It's time. It's time to get in love. How many know when you're in love, when you're in love with Jesus, worship begins to look a little different. When you're in love with Jesus, serving him begins to look a little different. What I can do, what I can do, all of a sudden there's no limit to it because if it's for him, I'm going to do it anyway. It's not for man. It's not for Pastor Terry. It's not for Pastor Andrew. It's not. I'm not serving. I'm serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm not worshiping any man in here. See, my worship. It may. Some. You know. You know when somebody's in love and they're worshiping. You know it, because they could care less about it. anybody else in the room. All they worried about is the one on the throne. And when you come in here, you may be shocked. Oh, my God, these people are a little crazy. That's right. We crazy in love with Jesus. And I, I, fine, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I'll say it live on the intranet right now. I'm in love with the carpenter of Nazareth. I'm in love with the man Christ Jesus. I'm not ashamed. And it's easy for us to preach it, and it's easy for us to say it. But when it comes to practically being in love and shifting times around and saying no to good things so that we can spend some time with him. See, you can pray in tongues, but it doesn't mean you're mature. You can even know your gifts. doesn't mean you're mature. The only way we grow in maturity is that we grow in love. That's how we grow in the stature and the nature of Jesus. The Holy Spirit does that work in us and he does it faster, the faster we yield. The more we try to stay stubborn and prideful and hold on to the, the faster we yield, I'm telling you, I think that's what happened on Wednesday. Jesus just found about a couple, about 30, 40 yielded hearts in a room that just said, who cares about what we're supposed to study in Luke 22? We just want you, Jesus. All of a sudden, the yielded heart, all of a sudden, boom, he began to crash in. And I love a good Bible study where Jesus comes in the room, man. I'm telling you, it's the best thing. If you ain't been one, you need to come Wednesday, 7 p.m. We'll be here. <laughs> Acts 17 says, in him we live and move and have our being. I'm telling you, it's this in him reality. And I'm telling you, he wants to make his home with you. He, he wants to make, I mean, think about that for a second. The creator of the universe said, I want to make your body my home. Are you kidding? The one who created the galaxies and the stars and the moon, he wants to make me his home. That in love reality is what he's calling us into this morning. Can I hear an amen? My next point is once we're in love, then we can be love. Oh, I thank you for the Holy Spirit that allows me to be love. This be love actually defines our relationship with ourselves. Because you can't become something you don't believe you are. If you don't believe you are good, you'll never be good. If If you don't believe you're a son, you'll always be an orphan. You'll never become it until it actually hits the reality of your heart and you adopt it as your identity. Is that I am a new creation in Christ. That's right. The old is passed away. I know my track record, but before the blood it is washed clean, I am made brand new. Amen. Uh, I, that, that deserves more than three people in the room clapping. I'm telling you, that's a good reality there. Right. That before Jesus... I can become everything he, he's told me I can become. Yeah, yeah but you know, I did it. Doesn't matter the blood. That's right. It only affects us because we hadn't adopted a new reality. We're still holding on to the old one. But these in love folks that I'm talking about that Jesus wants to raise up. These in love that are filled with the Spirit flowing in the gifts and the fruit, all the things. Give me all the berries. I love it. These in love believers, they can't be stopped. Because they're in love, but then they become love. And I love how John the the same John we're reading out of his gospel. I love how John's like, if I'm writing a gospel, if my name's gonna be on it, then I'm gonna reference myself in my own gospel, and you're gonna know me as the one whom Jesus loved. I, he's like, I know, I know Jesus loves all the other twelve, but I'm telling you right now, He loved me. I like how the scripture song, song says, "I am my beloved." And he is mine. And in this day, in this hour, the church that will remain is a church that is fully given in love to Jesus. This pandemic tried us. Right? The pandemic was a warning. We're living the test. You're living the test now. If Did you learn everything you need to learn last year? The test is now. I'm prophetically just saying that. Because then we got to become love, man. People in this world, we need to be love. And not the love, the kind of the world describes to be love. No, no, no. A love that stands for truth. But the thing is, when we become love and we adopt that identity as God's beloved, because after all, we're his bride. So then I'm talking to the bride of Jesus, asking the bride to please fall in love with Jesus. Or just not fall, but choose to be in love with Jesus. How ironic is that? You're already his bride. You're already his prized possession. But it's like, oh, we got to return back. We can't lose this reality of being in love with him. It changes everything. And be loved actually defines our relationship with ourselves. So in love defines our relationship with Jesus. Be loved defines our relationship with ourselves. And I believe That one of the most neglected relationships in our lives is the relationship we have with ourselves. I knew I was going to get seven amens right there. I knew it. The one of the most neglected relationships we have with ourselves in our lives is with ourselves. How do you talk to yourself? Do you speak over yourself what God has already declared in his word about you? Are you just repeating and echoing just the chamber of lies coming from the pit of hell? I'm telling you today, you need to break agreement with the accuser. In the name of Jesus, break agreement with the voice of the accuser in your mind that says you'll never amount to that. Your mama was this. Your daddy was that. No, you are a son. You are a daughter of the living God. And by his stripes, you can become everything God has called you to become. Somebody shout amen. I feel the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands right now. Holy Spirit, we ask for you to come silence the voice of the accuser right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, I ask for you to come and sever every, every tie, every uh, every agreement, every word we've spoken against ourselves. Jesus, break it now in the name of Jesus. I declare all ties with the accuser in our minds has to go right now in the name of Jesus. He whom the sun sets for it's free indeed come on give them glory when you become love it looks like something family keep the lights up in the house just for a minute longer please Galatians 5 22 and 23 talks about the fruit of the spirit and the passion it says this way But the fruit of the spirit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. But all the fruit is just love in all of its different expressions. It's the Holy Spirit love. It's that God love, not a selfish love. No, I'm talking about a selfless love. Where you hold back, you forget preserving myself. I'm going to give myself to all of this. After all, God did not create us as human doings. He created us as human beings. All this do, 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 go, 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 go. I have to perform for love. I have to go. No, no, no. That's the life of a prostitute, not a son and a daughter. I'm telling you, the bride has entered into some prostitution in some areas. And I'm telling you, God is buying his church back. God is buying his church back. And I'm telling you, this water, you're going to encounter a love you had never encountered before. You're going to get healing in traumatic areas. You've been looking for healing. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. Come on, just engage with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Just close your eyes. Lift your hands right where you're at. them move. Let 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 them move. Come on. Have your way. Holy Ghost. Respond however you need to respond. Respond however you need to respond. Right now, this is, service is yours, Lord. We want to become love this morning. Once we're in love and we Come, love. Now it's time. And we're now qualified to give love. Because you can't give something you don't have. If you're not in it, you can't give it. If I say, give me a quarter, and you don't have a quarter in your pocket, you can't give it to me. But as we give love, it defines our relationship with others. I feel the presence. John 13, 35 says, Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Not your church attendance, not your voting record, not your political stance on everything. It's your love for one another. How sacrificial is your love for the person you're sitting next to? You may not know them, but they're your brother and sister in Christ. They're worthy to receive everything you have if it takes all that. Stand to your feet. Billy Graham said this. It's the Holy Spirit's job to convict. It's God's job to judge. And it's my job to love. I'm going to tell you as we close the story of a man named Bob Jones. Now Bob Jones, University Bob Jones... A different Bob Jones. He was a prophet born in the 1930s. His ministries really impacted the ministries we love and know today that are global across the world. Bob Jones prophesied in the 70s that there'd be a generation before the Lord comes that would walk around with television sets in their pockets. I mean, no, he was talking about these. His understanding, all he knew was it was a television set because he saw a screen and a phone, in a pocket. He also in the 70s prophesied that there'd be a generation before the Lord comes that'd be able to go to the pharmacy store, buy a pill and abort their baby. I mean, no, we're there. I give you those two examples real quick to tell you this dude was a bad dude. I'm talking about he knew Jesus. And he had an encounter with God in the 1970s, mid-1970s. He was in his truck driving from his home when all of a sudden, literally, Satan came and attacked him physically, and his insides began to burst and he began to internally bleed. He passed out, somebody was driving down that same road saw someone pulled over on the side humped over grabbed him took him to the hospital when he got to the hospital they pronounced bob jones dead but bob jones wasn't dead he was actually in heaven he had an encounter with the lord in heaven when he was pronounced dead And Bob Jones found himself in this long line in heaven, standing before the man on the throne. We know Jesus, right? Jesus on the throne, standing in this long line for people to get into heaven. And as the line got closer and closer, he could hear the question Jesus was asking each one in the line. Jesus was asking every single person to this line, did you learn to love while you were alive on the earth? Did you learn to love? How I many know before the King of Kings, you can't, you can't hide anything. You can't hide if you spent your entire life loving something better and more than Jesus. So to the ones who answered yes, and we're honest. I mean, it's just honest. You got to, the fear of the Lord. You got to be honest. He would respond to them and say, "Yes, you did learn to love." And he would hug them and embrace them. And he said, "Enter into your reward." And as Jesus would hug them, the person would go through Jesus into heaven, into the reward. How many know he's the gate? He's the door. <laughs> as. Bob was getting closer. He would see people answer the question and say, no, I'm sorry. I didn't learn to love. Jesus would say, enter into your reward. They would fall into heaven. And they would fall into heaven wrapped up in anything or what that one thing that they loved more than Jesus on the earth. So, if they loved alcohol more than Jesus, they would go to hell in an alcohol bottle. If they love money, they would go to hell wrapped up in money. If they love drugs, go wrapped up in drugs. Whatever the thing was, they'll be wrapped up in it, going to hell. Bob's turn gets up there. Jesus stops Bob and says, Bob, it's not your time yet, for you have not yet learned to love. But I want you to go back on assignment to the earth to testify of what you have seen here and let my people know I'm looking for folks who are in love. Immediately, Bob Jones comes back into his body. His spirit hits it. Boom. Comes alive after being pronounced dead. Shocks the nurses, the doctors, everybody in the hospital. What in the world? Bob Jones passed away. In 2014, he's on in glory. He's in the cloud of witnesses now. How many can guess what day in 2014 he died on? February 14th. February 14th on Valentine's Day, he died. Went to be with Jesus because he learned to love. As a sign and as a wonder to all those who mocked his testimony and his encounter. As a sign and as a wonder, his death certificate says 2 14 I want to tell you God is real. And he's looking for lovers. So this is the call this morning. It's simple. If your heart has all at all has been stirred, if you feel, man, there's just something... I got to give myself, I got to get more of Jesus. You want more. You want to be in love. You want to encounter his love. Even if you're here in the first service and you want to come and read again, say, I want more. Listen, this is what I'm going to, this is how we're going to do the altar call this morning. This is what I want you to do. I want you to come down out of your seat and just kneel right here. Just you and the Lord. Just come quickly. Come on. I'm not asking for those that are prideful and those that want to think about it seven times. I'm telling you, you know, in your heart, boy. This this is for me. You're calling me. You sense the Holy Spirit calling you to deeper waters. And as you're on your knees, I want you to fully tell the Lord, here I am. I give myself to you. Come on, young and old, it doesn't matter. You know where you're at with Jesus. If you're not in this place of, man, I'm in love. I'm all the way I want to be. I want to feel it down in my toes that I'm all the way. I, I encourage you, get down. come Come on just let the lord come let his love rush in thank you again for listening to this message we hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today if you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving stop by faithrenewed.org